Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity attorney at Whiteford, Taylor, and Preston. Very happy to have you back. Uh, as always, keep those questions and comments calling new number 410-917-5189 or email me, new email, at spollock, that's P as in Paul, O-L-L-O-C-K, at WTPlaw.com. And once again, welcome back. Today, I've got to keep talking about this Colonial Pipeline attack and the ransomware that it was associated with because it is truly awe-inspiring to me. In the past couple of days, this attack got such national press and headlines because of the implications that the group DarkSide who was the hacking group behind it, came out with a statement saying that they're apolitical. They don't want to wade into these waters of politics or geopolitics, and they only target uh, for-profit businesses. And basically, they did not know what they were stepping into with this, which is a little ironic because if you think about it, if you attack a major oil pipeline in America you'd have to know that that's going to cause pretty significant ripples throughout our society. But I'm not a hacker. Uh, I'm not in dark side. I don't really know what they were thinking. But I can guarantee you after that national backlash and red flags going up and the president issuing an executive order and even naming these individuals, that that group got pretty scared. Because the last thing you want is that much notoriety where the U.S. government begins targeting you, begins looking for you. And that's pretty much what is going on right now with DarkSide. You know, within DarkSide and all these other groups, it's basically individuals who are running uh, running it for the, for the group. You know, I, I don't think there's some uniform plans. They basically just go after the businesses. And I'm pretty sure whoever did this with Colonial Pipeline got a pretty uh, harsh reprimand from the quote-unquote leadership at DarkSide. But then DarkSide had also said this week, you know, once again, that they're not associated with any country, yet they don't attack anyone, any businesses that have Russian language code in it. They don't attack anyone that's got a variety of other languages, but are more than willing to attack any company that has a system that uses the English language. So... I think an easy assumption to make here is that they are associated with, with Russia in some way, shape, or form. I know the government, the U.S. government came out and said they don't think it's state-sponsored, and it might not be, but there's way too many coincidences happening here. And regardless, a country like Russia, a country like China, if this group is operating within their boundaries and doing the amount of damage they are to the U.S., I guarantee their government knows. And they could stop it. There's no doubt in my mind that the Russian government could step in and stop this. But they don't. Why? Because we're at war. We are at, we are in a legitimate cyber war. And so countries such as Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, they love watching these groups inflict this much damage and pain to us. And, you know, it fires me up. It gets me very much upset because of the implication it ha- implications it has in this country. And I'm hoping that 
this recent attack is a wake-up call for us. It's a wake-up call to really boost our defenses, to get compliant with the law, to have better practices, because we need to take this fight to them. We need to show them that we're resilient, because what they're hoping for is that we're going to forget, that we're not going to care, that it's not going to impact us, that they can just keep getting paid. But that needs to stop. We need to start recognizing the threats that these groups truly pose. Because the next attack, maybe it shuts down our energy grid. Maybe it starts shutting down water processing plants. Imagine if all the telecommunication uh, companies got hit by a ransomware attack. Or once again, going back to the energy, energy grid. If that got hit and we all lost power, imagine the chaos that would ensue at that point. So it's a scary, scary thought. Or God forbid they got into our nuclear facilities and compromised that. How much could they ransom at that point? How much could they leverage us for? And so it's a problem. And I foresee the government, the U.S. government coming out at some point soon and basically putting every known ransomware group on what's called the sanction list. This list basically indicates individuals and countries and organizations that you cannot do business with. And how that impacts ransomware, it would mean you cannot pay ransom to these groups. Because I believe at some point the government, the U.S. government is going to just get fed up with this. Fed up with people paying, fed up with the uh, enabling of these groups. And they're going to put all of these groups on this list and basically say to the U.S. companies, if you pay these groups, if you give them ransom... We're going to come after you. And then they're going to enforce it. And we're going to see somebody on the front page of every news who's now gotten plastered by the U.S. government and fined millions and millions of dollars for negotiating with these groups or paying these groups. And at that point, I can almost guarantee you it's going to stop. Now, the effects of that are scary as well. Because as we talked about, ransomware is debilitating. It will lock out your systems, and if you don't have a backup, it's almost impossible to get back up and running. What if they have your sensitive and confidential information? Not paying it means you're not going to get it back and they're going to sell it. But once again, the cost we're paying right now for enabling these groups is too high, and it's allowing them to win the war. So it's something we all need to start thinking about. We need to wrap our heads around it. We need to get We need to change our culture when it comes to cybersecurity, and we need to get compliant with the law. So keep the questions, comments coming, 410-917-5189, or email me at spollock at wtplaw.com. Thanks for stopping by. Have a good morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you on the next one.